Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent Disney bride Michelle Onlicker about her wishes wedding at Walt Disney World. And what I thought you'd be interested to hear is how Michelle and her fiancé planned their wedding all the way from Switzerland, how they even got interested in a Disney wedding, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Michelle. Hello, Carrie. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm curious how two Europeans got interested in a wishes wedding at Walt Disney World in Florida. I've always been a big Disney fan and and I worked at Disney, both Disneyland Paris and Disneyland Orlando uh, in the college program. And yes, if you marry Michelle, you got to count on a Disney wedding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, and we're both big fans of the United States and we're planning to emigrate one day, hopefully. Yeah, so we wanted to uh, celebrate the beginning of our marriage in the United States. That's wonderful. And now, was your fiancé a Disney fan before he met you or did you convert him? Well, I did convert him. He wasn't, we were both working at the movie theater and we loved Disney movies and American movies and so, but I... Yeah, I got him more into it. (laughs) Yes. And so how did your friends and family react when they found out that you were going to get married all the way over in Florida? My family reacted in a very different way from my friends. Uh, My friends were very happy and yeah, knowing that this was my dream. They were very supportive from the beginning and excited. And even though not all of them were able to come, but some of them immediately said, I'm going to be there. That was really a blessing for me. As for uh, my family, was a bit different. I think my dad, when I told him that we were going to get married, thinking about some garden wedding at home, probably similar to uh, Mr. Banks in um, The Father of the Bride. <laughs> and um, yeah, so um, it was a bit of a disappointment to him that his sister wasn't going to be there and a lot of our family members. But um, yes, the more I talked about it and when it happened, he, he certainly was very happy about it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yes. And my mom, well, at some point I was looking at the Disney wedding website and she made some comment about me being a dreamer. And I got very offended at first and I gave her a speech about a girl's right to be a dreamer, even if her parents are divorced. That's my family situation. And so I think... It was more of her problem that I was so um, naive about it. And well, after that speech, (laughs) she thought about it again. And from that moment on, she was very supportive. She even made the dream bigger by giving us a Disney cruise for our honeymoon. So, um, yeah, they were both very supportive in the end. 
Oh, that's wonderful to yes. hear because you do hear sometimes, I mean, even people who live in the U.S., their parents are like, you want to go where? And so that was a big leap of faith for both your parents. And it's wonderful to hear that they both came around and it sounds like they had a great time. Mm-hmm. How many guests did you end up having? We ended up having 35 guests. That's pretty good. Yeah. About 28 came from Switzerland. So, well, my parents were both very surprised when I told them that 28 people were actually coming from Switzerland because they were trying to prepare me for not such a big guest list. But yeah. That's great. And then did they make a vacation out of it? Did they just stay a couple of days? It seems like if you're coming that far, you got to stick around. Well, most of them made a vacation out of it. Actually, all of them. My dad made a very short vacation and he, he rather felt sorry about it. But um, yeah, some of them made a vacation previously and some of them afterwards. Some of them came from New York. Some of them went to California afterwards. Yeah. Oh, that's great. They were very creative with their vacation plans. That's wonderful. So then what was planning like from so far away? Because I tend to think, oh my gosh, that's a huge insurmountable difference, a six-hour time difference, but then it's a modern era and everything's done over the internet and here you and I are talking on Skype. How did the planning work out for you? Actually, the hardest part of the planning was getting in touch with a consultant because I think in America you're used to making phone calls. So I wasn't able to find any email address. and. Well, since we were planning a trip to the States, I thought I was going to do everything there, try to go to Frank's Bridal and talk to someone. And for some reason, Google Maps showed us that Frank's Bridal was located at downtown Disney. Oh, no. That's where we went. Yes. And of course, there was no no such thing there. And the cast members didn't know about any place called Frank's Bridal. So uh, they called the wedding department which I think is outsourced because they didn't know that there was such a place. What? Yes. And so I concluded that their offices weren't open to the public. And we, we just went back home without uh, fulfilling our mission. And then I gave it another try. I went on the Facebook page and I contacted the person who was in charge of the Facebook page. And she eventually gave me the email address of a consultant. And from then on, everything went <laughs> smoothly and Well, we just communicated through email. I think that's the difference. I Only at the end of the planning, about one week before the wedding, we, we made another call to see if there were any last-minute decisions that needed to be made. But I think you can plan a wedding just by email. Interesting. And now I ran into you at the bridal showcase in February. Were you out for a planning session or was that the time when you got lost at downtown Disney or? Both, ah. <laughs> actually. <laughs> Yes, we had our planning session in February. We didn't want to miss that. I know it's kind of exaggerated to go all the way to Florida. But then again, it's very dark and cold here in Switzerland in winter. So it was a nice thing to look forward to. And we made a vacation out of it. That's great that you were able to come from so far to do a planning session. And I know. And, and it was really coincidence that there was the bridal showcase at that time. That's great. Did you feel like the bridal showcase helped you with any of your decisions? Well, a lot of decisions had already been made in preparation of the planning session. So I just had some good food. <laughs> but we didn't change anything, really. And what I felt sorry about at the planning session was that there was a lot of Disney touches and enhancements. They were very glamorous as where we were looking for 
something more modest or more vintage style. So yeah, they weren't able to inspire any of our table decoration or so. Oh, interesting. So mostly it was about the food. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that's about what it was for me too. So <laughs> uh, now when you finally decided, backing up a little bit, on where you wanted to get married at Walt Disney World and you got in touch with somebody, what locations did you guys decide to use? We decided to use the boardwalk. And I first visited the boardwalk when I was working at Epcot in the International Students Program. And that was one of my fondest memories, I remember, because none of the other parks has anything similar like the boardwalk. And I remember how we went to Jelly Rolls and they were playing Rainbow Connection and everybody was singing along. And that was such a magical moment because I used to have an electronic keyboard at home that played that song. So <laughs> it reminded me of my childhood and I felt just very supported by everyone because growing up, being a Disney fan in Switzerland, was it was very silly to most people. So yeah, it was just a very nice memory I had. So it was the first place I took my fiancé to when we went to Disney World for the first time. And it had that meaning for us. Interesting. So you used Seabreeze Point for your ceremony? Yes. And we were using the attic for our reception. Oh, that's great. And so now you said that growing up in Switzerland, it was sort of laughed at that you were a Disney fan. Did you add Disney touches to your wedding or did you worry that your guests would think that was okay? <laughs> I was very excited about adding Disney touches, but I had to be careful because, well, first of all, the themes and characters are not so very well known. Um, not everybody is so familiar with them. So yes, I, I concentrated on Mickey and Minnie for the biggest part. And then I added some touches of the movie Up, I think. My guests from Switzerland didn't get that, but my Disney geek friends from the States, they did. <laughs> and yeah, I invited Mickey to be part of the cake cutting, and that was really nice. It was probably a bit too much for some of our guests, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, he had to be there. Oh, that's awesome. What kind of touches did you add from Up? Up was our theme for our guest book. I created the guest book that looked like the, the adventure book. And then I made two chairs looking like the furniture in Carl and Ellie. I made them out of clay and painted them. Wow. And then we had another guest artwork, a picture where they could put their thumbprint um, to look like balloons. These were the two things. Oh, that's great. Do you have an, a background in art or did you just kind of decide you wanted to make these toppers and wing it? Or Yeah, I just love to, to have these creative projects and I wanted to add some personal touches to it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So then what were the most and least important aspects of your wedding when it came to focusing your time and your budget? As I told you, Tom and I used to work in a movie theater as projectors. So video and storytelling had a very dominant position when we had to make our budget. And then because a lot of our family members and friends were not able to come, it became even more important to document everything well. Yeah, we invested a lot of time and energy in finding the right videographers. And we were not just looking for great um, visualizers, but great storytellers. And that's what, what we found in Shutter Life Productions. Interesting. Yeah. Another aspect that was very important to us that goes along with storytelling was the music. Tom and I agreed that for the ceremony, we wanted a string quartet. The music for the reception seemed secondary at first. We thought we were just going to play music from the iPod. 
that was before I came across the incredible voice talent of Bindi Baker on YouTube. I was looking for the song One Dance that was cut out of The Little Mermaid, and it was very hard to find. There was just one version sung by a girl, and she had an amazing voice. And I started following her channel, and I started making comments below her channel. And I made a comment that she absolutely had to sing at our wedding. And her answer was, yes, I'd love to, because it turned out she was a huge Disney fan who had never been to any Disney park. Yeah, so we left it there for a while. And, but then when I was planning a trip to London to visit my brother, yeah, I didn't want to miss the chance to meet her and talk about it again. And that's what I did. It turned out she lived very close to London. And we sat together and made plans. And um, yes, yeah, she came to my wedding. In, well, I paid her flight in exchange for her music. Wow, that's really interesting. I haven't heard of anyone bringing a vocalist. Did Disney charge you a vendor fee or was she just a guest or how did that work? Well, they asked us what she was. And um, at that time, I already had very good contact with her and I told them she was a friend. And so they didn't charge us anything. Interesting. And so then what part of the wedding did she sing during? She sang during the reception. I made a plan for her. There was a block with country music, one with Disney music, one with romantic music. And she just sang a cappella? No, she had backing tracks. That's her thing. She's very good at finding backing tracks. Except for that one song that I absolutely wanted to be <laughs> a song that was from The Little Mermaid. She couldn't find the track anymore. And first it, it seemed like a big deal, but then it was fine. She, she replaced it with I'm on my way from Brother Bear. And it was amazing. Her voice was just amazing. So... That's wonderful. That's a great uh, example of, you know, really personalizing your reception to something. And, and that's great that you were able to find somebody who was exactly the style you want and bring her in. Yeah, definitely. She, she could copy all these Disney voices perfectly. <laughs> it was like having all these different people in, in one room. <laughs> she even sang a duet with herself. She recorded one voice from Tangled, I See the Light. And then <laughs> at the reception, she sang the live part. Of the other one. That's great. I hope this is all in your wedding video. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So now, that was pretty incredible, but what was your favorite memory of your whole wedding day? I was very nervous before the wedding. In fact, I was lying in bed for, with fever and stomach aches for four days. Oh, no. Uh, and there was no sign of cure whatsoever the day before. I had to miss out on all the activities I had planned, like um, playing mini golf at Fantasia Gardens, all these things. And I almost fainted on our wedding rehearsal. So you can imagine that's not my favorite Disney memory. But, <laughs> but then the morning of the wedding, I got up and I just couldn't help feeling full of energy and bliss. And all my tension was transformed into joy. And I was dancing around and uh, floating through the lobby with my bridesmaids, collecting good wishes from all the visitors and smiles from the little princesses. And that was a magical moment to me. The highlight was that a little girl gave me her autograph book to sign. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, now I hate to ask, but did anything go wrong or maybe just not turn out like you expected? Yes, a few things went wrong, but I don't know. On that day, they, they turned out not to be such a big deal. Our reverend didn't show up for the rehearsal. Oh, 
its effect was that I spent less time in the sun oh. that was making me hyperventilate. So I really didn't mind that much. <laughs> <laughs> and well, our wedding planner told us the reason of his absence was that he was doing another wedding at the time. He wasn't very communicative from the beginning, but well, as, as, as long as he didn't cash his check, it, it was okay. <laughs> 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 so was he there for your ceremony? Uh, yes, he was. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> to my surprise. <laughs> yeah, there were a few issues with our guest transportation. They had issues with their transportation, let's put it that way. The main problem was that they were making wrong assumptions or they had wrong ideas about the size of the park. Um, for instance, some of our guests from Switzerland imagined Disney World just to be one theme park with one main entrance and one record in the GPS. So they made some unpleasant repeated experience of getting lost on the property. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like they called us for the mini golf um, and they said, okay, so we're close to Disney now. Is it just Disney World that we enter into the GPS? <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then they said, oh, now we, we find something that's called Disney. It's uh, Disney ESPN. Is that right? And I had to tell them that from now on, everything on the GPS will be told Disney. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And then an, one of my bridesmaids who did a, a language school in California before the wedding, she flew to Tampa because that saved her money. But what she didn't expect was that it was going to take her another hour or two to get to Orlando and she had to pay for a taxi so Oof. turned out not to be the cheaper option wow. <laughs> in the end. Well those are good things to share because I think that'll get brides thinking you know how are my guests situated for transportation and do I need to explain this stuff to them in the newsletters and things like that so. Absolutely but it it won't help because <laughs> that's what I did. Oh <laughs> oh dear okay ladies well, you're on yes. your own. <laughs> I did several times and I, I wrote a program I put the address of each lo location in it, but nobody printed it. Oh, how frustrating. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so then, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand that maybe you were worrying about, and then it turned out not to be? I think if you asked this question to my bridesmaids, they'd probably tell you that everything seemed like a big deal to me <laughs> for the wedding, because I'm very obsessed with details, and that's where my love for Disney comes from. And what happened was that I ran out of time to finish all my little uh, creative projects that I had started. Yeah, and I just had to start focusing on the important aspects that were fortunately managed by Disney. <laughs> but if I'd had to point out something that I definitely invested too much time in before I worried too much about, it was probably the shoe color of my bridesmaids. That wasn't even visible under their long dresses. <laughs> yeah, oh, it makes me laugh each time I think about it. I think about how, how many stores I went to. And, um, and I tried to put pearls on them. And oh my goodness, it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, well, shoes aside, is there anything else that you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Of course, if I had been more aware of how hassle-free this day was going to be, my body would have had no reason to surrender to any tension or nervousness, and I wouldn't have spent four days in bed. Oh. <laughs> it's really good now to know that Disney is uh, taking such good care of their brides, and there's no reason to be nervous about it. But of course, that's something 
um, that you can't change. It's just natural. Yeah. Yeah, I think pretty much every bride who comes on this show says, don't worry about it. It's all going to turn out. I had a great day. But here we are, each of us, we go through it on our own. We worry about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I felt sorry because my not feeling so well had consequences <laughs> during our ho entire stay at the resort because I was only able to take in half of the things that people from the reception were telling me. Mm. It slipped my awareness that Disney gave us a free upgrade for the concierge level. So during our entire stay, on the concierge level of the Beach Club Hotel, we were buying our drinks in the shops, paying for breakfast, while all of this would have been free. Oh, dang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and I really hope that my brother will ever be able to forgive me because, because he was walking to the breakfast place and I told him, oh, be aware of the fact that it's not free. And he turned around and he went to the shop and just bought some, some little croissant instead. He loves good food. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah. Well, you'll have to take him back, make it up to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, another thing that I would do differently today, thanks to your podcast, <laughs> by the way, was the efficient. Because after hearing your guest efficient, Renée Silverman, talk about the way she approaches wedding ceremonies, I realized that we should have invested more time in finding the right efficient. Because the personal part of our ceremony was done by our friend, who is a minister in training. Uh, we considered the role of our efficient to be secondary. So we didn't spend that much time in finding the person that was going to make the whole part official and legal. And so we just picked someone from the Disney resource list. Interesting. Yeah, that's a really good point because it really is, it's the whole reason everybody is there and it's the focus of the whole day. And I think mm -hmm. for a lot of people, it's just something they tick off the list. And like you say, they just, they look on Disney's list, they close their eyes and point. And I'm sure everybody on the list is plenty competent, but wouldn't it be nice to have somebody who, like you say, really meshes with the style you're going for and you as a couple? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it would have been nice to meet the person at least once before the wedding. Of course, I, I was hoping we were going to meet him at rehearsal and get the chance to talk to him. And that was an exception. <laughs> but when I, yeah, when I heard Renée Silverman talk about how interested she is in the story of the couple and how carefully she researches on that, yeah, it made me feel very sorry that we forgot to take care of that part. That's interesting. Well, it's good that you can point that out and maybe some future brides and grooms will take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. So then is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Yes, we have a wedding website on ewedding.com and they can just type in Michelle Andlicker and it'll give them our wedding website. There's a link to a slideshow there. The pictures are not on the website, but send them to the right website. Great. All right. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for getting up early in Switzerland to speak <laughs> with me today. Um, this is really great advice, and I think that you've offered a lot of things for future brides and grooms to think about. So thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show. Thank you. It was an honor. <laughs> That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, 
available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>